knows about that? Is it gossip? No, he doesn't talk trash. Did you say this was a daily podcast? Popcast, popcast, popcast with Lance Bass. Hi, everybody. It is Giggles and Turkey and uh, Lance are in Wyoming. So I have a special guest to talk all things reality roundup with me. Welcome, Leah Palmieri. She's been a friend of mine for many, many years. Um, and you no, know, she's a big Bravo junkie just as I am. So welcome, Leah. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited to talk today. I know. It's going to be fun because yeah. you love Bravo so much. And I'm really excited because Turkey doesn't watch Below Deck Mediterranean. <gasps> oh, We've and got to get him on board. I know. Literally, right? Yes. <laughs> no yes. pun intended. Because <laughs> um, I am a late convert to uh, to all below decks. Like I okay. started with sailing and then I was like, why don't I watch these? So now I'm like so behind on all the other seasons. Finally caught up to Mediterranean, but I have original below deck to to get up to. I can't believe you started with sailing. That's like, I don't know if there's anyone else in the world that did it in that order, <laughs> but I'm so glad you did Mediterranean because I love Mediterranean. It's so, so good. Like it's... season three of Below Deck Mediterranean is one of my all-time favorite television seasons. Which of one life. Uh, Which one was That's that one? That's with Hannah and Conrad when they fight about the 50 euros for the cigarettes. That Yeah, <laughs> that was incredible. a great season. I loved yeah. him. I wonder what he's doing now. Do we know? Yeah. Oh, trust me. I'm very invested because I had I such a it. crush on him. Oh, I know and too. he, according to Instagram, is uh, opened like some sort of fitness business that I think is like an app or something. I'm not really? quite sure and I'm not subscribed, but I still like to just see what he's up to, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, What was the season where they had to drag all the picnic equipment up to the top <gasps> of that hill? Remember that? Yes. It happens a lot, actually, but I think it was like two, three, four. It was, it, it was, was Joelle. It happens like a lot. Yeah. Joelle. Then it was three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. so good. And who's yeah. your favorite captain? I know it's hard. I like them all for different reasons, but I mm-hmm. will say Captain Glenn of Sailing was mm-hmm. an interesting addition to the franchise for me. I found him to be very sweet mm-hmm. and I just sort of like his vibe. So I am excited to see more of him. I will say He's that. so nice. Yeah. I am so excited for you to go on the journey of I, Below Deck proper though. Like I, yeah. I cannot wait to see this happen for you. You are going to love it. I know. It's, I, I love it so much. Um, yeah. So this, it opened with what happened last week with Kiko the chef. Mm-hmm. Poor Kiko. Yeah. Oh, what a sweet prince of a man. I, I love just, him. I just love him so much. <laughs> I know. Me too. I, oh. uh, it's just so sad. But And I thought he was like golden because of those 72 plates he made. Yeah. Yeah. And same. he wasn't. He like, no. but what do we think? Was it Hannah's fault? A little bit about the Vegas dinner. So to catch you guys up, he um, it was a Vegas themed dinner. And so we asked Hannah for advice because he's never been to Vegas. And she was like, oh, mate, what did she tell him to make? Uh, she was like, oh. Truffle um, fries. Truffle fries, nachos. You know, she's thinking like drunk, greasy food. Right. Because that's what she's had in Vegas. Right. Which we've all all had. But <laughs> yeah. they, so he made everything fried, which would yeah. be my dream come true. But <laughs> yes. they, they were not there for, for it. But <laughs> no, they said it looked like a kid's birthday, but I was like, I would love to be that kid because I was eat- I would eat everything on that table, including those nachos, which I know Captain Sandy had a big issue with, but I was like, they look great. I would eat them. <laughs> Me too. Um, but different, the nachos that looked gross were, was the girl chef? Mila last season. Yeah. Gross. I mean, I could have done Full a better gross. job and I'm not a chef. <laughs> yeah. I could, I could make like drunk nachos at one in the morning and I still would have done a better job. Yeah. I agree. Um, so we kind of saw that and he kind of just has given up, you know, at this point. Yeah. You know, I actually, I spoke to him about it, um, and did an interview for Decider. Yeah, I know. It was like, fill us in. It was a dream come true, honestly, Uh because, um, he got on the call and he was so nervous. And then I felt so nervous because I was like, this is an honor to talk to you. (laughs) And the way that he explained it to me, and he also kind of said in the show is he was like, if I don't feel good, then like, you're going to feel that in the food. Like I cook out of love and like, Mm -hmm. that's what makes my food, you know, succeed and thrive and taste great and look beautiful and all Mm -hmm. that. And if I feel like crap, then it's, I just can't cook the same way. Um, and I, I get that, but it's also like, 
that excuse probably wouldn't fly at my job. So like, exactly. I can only have so much sympathy for that. Right. Um, right. But I mean, what I just feel, I just felt, I, it just bums me out because the thing about it is that mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know if I know what Vegas food is. Like, what would you say Vegas food is? Well, that's the thing about Vegas. It could be anything. Because it's like the best restaurants, (laughs) the best chefs from all over the world open restaurants in Vegas. So it's literally anything. I would think maybe most people would associate it with steak. I would say that too. Because that's like old Vegas, you know, you'd go for a steak dinner. I That's what I would think. Um, And they like to serve steak for breakfast there for whatever reason. It's like $3 steak. Because Vegas, yeah. But – or maybe like some cute Vegas theme, like he made the brown the brownie dominoes right. or whatever. Yeah, which I was also like, oh, those are we're not very tidy, but whatever. It's a brownie. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. eat it totally. Um, but then we saw Hannah have a little anxiety, not a little anxiety attack, like because she had one a couple seasons back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And because I just think she's over it. I mean. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, she it. says after she learns that um, Kiko's going to leave, mm-hmm. um, she like goes outside and has to like take a couple deep breaths. And she says, like, I hate this job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think she's, you know, I think she's doing her job. She's yeah. getting everything done. Mm-hmm. But even Captain Sandy said, like, you don't seem like yourself. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Like five seasons of doing this, of like oh. with everybody's wants and needs. I mm-hmm. couldn't do it for five minutes. So I give Me her either. credit. <laughs> Me either. It's like an assistant position times a hundred. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you're oh, dealing yeah. with, at least when you're an assistant, even to a jerk, which I'm not, but I mean, yes, if you yeah. were, I, I have been before, you have one one jerk, right? Like right. that's all you deal with. This, it's like, like it's constantly changing. And so I could not do that job. No, I mean, no. no way. Bugs? No. Now Bugs, she is like, she's a force. Yeah, she is. You know what she I mean? Is. Like, those table settings she does. I mean, look, yeah, that's what she was put here to do. She mm-hmm. was put here to arrange napkins, silverware, little <laughs> jewels and gems and other doodads like that is her business and she gets it done. Yeah. And she's, she's just really good at her job and she's not burnt out yet. You know what I mean? No, you can she's tell she's so, not burnt out. Yeah. She's got some like excitement. Like you could even tell in the way she talks to the guests, which is like, Hey, a shot. You want this? You want that? Like she's clearly happy to be there mm-hmm. and like doesn't need a nap. Whereas I'm like, I always need a nap. Oh, me too. Napping yeah. is like the best, <laughs> best thing of all time. Yeah. Um, And then we saw, I read a little something about this. So when Hannah was going through her anxiety attack, she said that she needed Valium. Did you read anything about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Malia said, uh, Malia is the the bosun, which is like the, the lead deckhand, I guess. I feel like I know yeah, all the stuff about yachting. Um, yeah. So Malia's like, but that's a prescription medication. And then it was like, whatever. Well, she opened some sort of pill bottle, Hannah did, but yeah, I don't know if it was- Yeah, you hear something. Right. So I guess Malia must have got a lot of flack for that because she wrote this whole thing on her Instagram that said, you know, it's like against the maritime laws or whatever. Do you have any insight on this? (laughs) Yeah. So it's not as easy as just you have some pills on you, which I mean, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I was going to say, do we all just have pills on us? No, but like, it's very, very strict. This is one of those things that like they do not mess around and Mm is very different than, you know. Being on, on land. Life on land. <laughs> yeah. Because the basically the way that it works is if you have pills or you have a prescription or any type of medicine, mm-hmm. you have to report that to your captain. Right. If you need some, your captain has to okay it. Because oh. basically you are operating a freaking boat, a no, yacht that's at true. this point. Mm-hmm. You know? So you have to, there can't be any sort of substances mm-hmm. that could cause you to not be able to do your job. Number right. one, mm-hmm. operating a boat. Number two, if something were to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and an accident or an emergency or something, you've got to always be in your right mind so right. that you can also function in that situation. So, right. you know, I think Malia is somebody who is taking her role as a bosun and as a leader, mm-hmm. and especially as a woman yeah. in that role. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's 
very by the book. She's Mm -hmm. studied really hard to be in this position. So um, that's kind of why she brings that up. And that makes sense because I know nothing about, I think it's called maritime law, like the laws of the sea. Sounds like Like, it, yeah. I I have no idea because I'm sure it's way different because you're constantly in different countries. You know what I mean? Like your boat's everywhere. Um, I did read, I like Malia, but I read, um, somebody said, Malia's the girl that when the teacher would say, you know, class is getting out early, she'd be the one to raise her hand to ask a last question. (laughs) She's the one that would say, but what's our homework for tonight? Yes. She's that Totally. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, I could never do her job ever. I mean, she can hold her own. Yeah. From like being able to pull those lines to like bossing around the boys. I don't know if I could do either of those. Me either. No, I I do not. The only time I should be on yacht is as a guest. Yeah. Same. Same. And if you are going to be a guest on a yacht, please bring me along too. Me too. So uh, Lance and Michael, I don't know. I have to check if I'm allowed to say this, but I'll tell you. Um, They've been asked to be on Below Deck Med a couple times. Yeah. But you have, they don't just give you, you know, they don't pay for it. So, and it's expensive. It's like what, 200 grand plus like a $20,000 tip. Yeah. It's a lot of money. But Plus I was like, you have to like fly over there. It's a whole thing. Oh, it's a yeah. whole thing. And and yeah. I said, well, if you ever go, I need to be on the boat. <laughs> yes. If I ever win the lottery, I will charter yacht with the crew with Captain Sandy. Captain. Yes. I just want all the captains. Yeah. And then we will go and experience it. And I will not make them inflate that slide. I, mean, I feel so bad. I know that it's a pain in the butt. I would have them do it just one day, just one <laughs> afternoon. We can use it just because so, I see. I feel like I've seen it so much. I would want no, to that's try true. it. I'm afraid of heights. But then I'd be like, that's enough. I mean, if my guests wanted to, I'd be like, all right, you get one day. And we're not doing a beach picnic because it's a lot of work for them. Let's just go out to dinner. It never seems fun. No. There's always rocks or the things flying away, the cover. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't like it. Um, But another thing I was going to say before we wrap up Below Deck, it also feels like Malia's boyfriend, who's a yacht chef, is coming to visit. So it just seems very convenient that Kiko's leaving so he can slide right in. Do we think he's going to? (laughs) Do you think he's going to be our new chef? Um, I mean, the fact that he's showing up, Mm -hmm. you know, certainly helps in his favor because all we've seen otherwise is that is like Captain Sandy on the phone, like trying, like scrambling and just like, I need somebody to come help me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it remains to be seen, but it would be convenient. I will say that. Yes, me (laughs) too. Me too. So next week, um, I think we get to see more of Hannah, what's going on with Hannah. Um, Can't remember the previews. Amelia's boyfriend comes to town. Yeah. And oh, are there drugs on the boat? I think so. We find some substances on the boat. Yes. Captain Sandy has to have a little sit down with somebody um, about drugs on the boat. Do you think it's a crew member or do we think it's a guest (gasps) that's a good question right like we don't know yeah i feel like it could be either because i feel like these shows are so good at like teasing us about it like as you saw on sailing there's Mm -hmm. there was an incidence of this where they were like we think the guest has drugs and then like he didn't but they searched his bags and everything so Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's it's gonna be like interesting and scary and exciting to see (laughs) i know i'm excited okay so now um, we're going to go, I don't even know what direction. I always do directions <laughs> with Michael. Well, we're going to go to New York, where Leah okay. is. You are in Great. New York, correct? Correct, I am, yes. Yay, I love it. Yeah. And so this is last week's episode of mm-hmm. Real Housewives of New York. There's one that was last night, but you know, you know how it goes. Um, yeah. So basically, the whole thing is really Ramona versus Leah. This whole episode 100%. centers around their fight. And... Ramona, we had Jill Zarin on uh, a couple weeks ago, and she said that Ramona is always there when you need her. Like when Bobby died, Ramona was there in the hospital with her, like a, a really good friend, right? But I don't, I don't know if I could be friends with somebody like that because she's so like Sonia gets drunk all the time, whatever. But and and made a like spectacle of herself at Ramona's birthday party. And Leah just danced a little bit and Ramona cannot get over that, but is nice to Sonia. I don't, I don't understand. What do you think? (sighs) I have a lot of thoughts about this, obviously. I know. Um, I also wrote about some of these for Decider as well, but 
the thing that I think Ramona hates mm-hmm. that Dorinda points out too yes. is that Leah is young mm-hmm. and Leah mm-hmm. has her youth. She's skinny. She's, you know, single and kind of, you know, content with seeing who and what is out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of just like doesn't give an F and has yeah. this like great attitude. And I do think there's certainly some jealousy. I also think there's a weird mother daughter dynamic right. happening Me too. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, you know, Leah doesn't have a great relationship with her own mother. But And I think Ramona like (laughs) wants to fill that void, but also like doesn't like just in sort of like the way where she can scold Leah. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we don't need you for that. No. Yeah, I agree. This also made me think, you know, Avery is in her 20s. And I wonder if Ramona feels any sort of not competition, but competition with Avery, maybe her friends. Like that, that got me thinking, like, I wonder if how she behaves to them. Oh, Ramona a thousand percent is Amy Poehler in Mean Girls, where she's like, I'm a cool mom. You know, like, right. I think she's like, tries to be one of them and like totally. hangs out with the girls. And it's like, who are we flirting with? Like, I think that's fully her. Right. Um, but, you know, the other thing is that Leah points out mm-hmm. a lot of the <laughs> terribleness about Ramona. Mm hmm. That I just think has been there and we've all sort of excused for a while, especially the other women, because like it's just not worth it to them where they're like, you know, they know Ramona will be mean. She'll never apologize. And so it's easier for them to move on. Leah calls her out and is like, no, you can't say that. You can't do that. You can't be like that. Which is needed. Oh, a hundred percent. And so I think, you know, Ramona doesn't like certainly ever to be challenged. So Mm -hmm. that's another, you know, key to this whole dynamic too. Right. When they were at Luann had that spa day for, um, was it the Fortune Foundation? I think it's right, called. Yeah. Um, and and they got into it there and Leah called out Ramona, who was uh I think she was sitting on the couch with Sonia, and Leah's like, This is your best friend, and you treat her like, you know, like yep. shit horribly. And it's so true. But Sonia, I don't know. I don't know what Sonia's deal is this season. <laughs> Poor thing. She's just like, I don't know if she's going through something. But um, I just think Michael always says a lot of those girls do not have a good relationship with alcohol. Not that they're alcoholics per se, but like when they drink, it's just not not a good thing. And I yeah. tend to agree. I do too. And the other thing about it is, you know, they film for so long yeah. that I think it starts out fine. It's like, oh, I'll just have a vodka. I'll have a tequila. Right. And it's like cut to six hours later. And like they keep flowing and people keep bringing them yeah. over. And so I think it sort of gets away from them. And mm-hmm. so they get sort of, they lose count of how many drinks they've had. Right. They are out of control as far as like the arguments, all that kind of stuff. So right. um, I think, you know, we're not seeing all of it, but, and it sort of looks like they go from like zero, zero to 60. drunk. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's, um, <laughs> I think there's more like happening, but certainly mm-hmm. the fun stuff happens when, again, we're at drunk status. So right. yeah, definitely. And we, go, they're going to Mexico. I think Dorinda's hosting the trip, if I recall correctly. Um, And I also want to know what that means when they host the trip, because I'm pretty sure I don't know, but I feel like Bravo pays for a lot of the hotel or or maybe they get it for free. I don't know. So I don't know what it means when they are like in charge, maybe just in charge of it. I don't know the details of the financials. I will Mm -hmm. say that as far as I'm concerned, hosting the trip means nothing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I wonder if they do give a different person each season Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, the opportunity to be the host. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they're able to weigh in on where they want to go mm-hmm. or activities they want to do or something. Right. But for the most part, I tend to think it's totally means nothing. Right. And I know we'll get to Beverly Hills too, uh-huh. but I just have to say the whole guise of we're going to Italy because Erica's going to be on Broadway makes no sense to me whatsoever. I'm like, that's not an excuse. That's not a reason for a trip. She's not moving. Okay. She's yeah. she's like going to do Broadway or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's so, so weird. Same with this thing too with Dorinda it's like okay she's just basically it's just like you have to you get to determine how people will pick rooms and you have to motivate them to get ready to go to dinner because it's your trip essentially exactly and that's all it is is dinners and drinking yeah (laughs) and And picking rooms yeah (laughs) (laughs) so they go to Mexico and they're going to have dinner I Sonia gets wasted somewhere along the line oh but I did want to point out that when Ramona went into the the home, you know, the, the staff is, you know, standing yeah. there. Ramona says, 
oh, look at all these servants. I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Like, that is so rude. That's the way she views, I think, Mm -hmm. pretty much everyone as servants to her. Mm -hmm. What can you do for me? And so I kind of enjoyed that she said it because I don't think she would ever admit it. And I think it Mm -hmm. was just like a total slip, but it's like, we know you mean that. Yes, no, totally. And then she had um, one of the one of the staff curling her hair. And then she kind of like complained about it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not her job. You know what I mean? Like she's not not like a hairstylist by trade. And then Sonia, who's so drunk, comes in naked and wants that poor girl to do her hair. And I was like, oh my God. I'd be like, no, put on some clothes and I will I will help you. <laughs> that woman in any capacity did not get paid enough for her participation. No, she this, did not. In this whole thing. No, yeah, no. she absolutely Somebody did not. Somebody tip her real nice. Yeah. Uh, I hope so because yeah. she was probably like, what is going on? Who yeah. knows if she's yeah. ever seen anything like that? I doubt it, but you oh, never not. know. Yeah. Um, and what else happened? Oh, Ramona uh, told, was it Sonia? That Leah was bipolar, yeah. which not your place. That's like something that shouldn't be talked about is like gossip. You know what I mean? Like oh. it, it, there was no reason for it just so Ramona could feel better about herself. You know, really. A hundred percent. Yep. A hundred percent that. And also it's like, that's not something Leah has disclosed to this group yet. And so it's like, that's her mm-hmm. choice to and her time that she wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ramona was just completely using it against her and saying like, oh, well, she was mixing medication with drinking and mm-hmm. that's why she was acting crazy. And it's like, that is so, it's just so uncool. Right. And I actually thought Leah handled it pretty well. Oh, totally. Um, I mean, I would have like flipped out. <laughs> so and that's why too. I said Leah was, you know, pretty cool about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do think it's important that um, she did talk about having like mm-hmm. having bipolar disorder, because I think, you know, she, I just think Leah is like the best thing that Me has too. happened to the show in so long. Me and I just too. think she's real. And she's, you know, she's 37. And she feels relatable. And oh, totally. Um, I'm sort of glad that it did come out because I think it just offered another side to Leah that made me respect her more and also totally. just made me disgusted with Ramona. So <laughs> no, totally. And I feel like bipolar disorder is one of those uh, mental illnesses that is so stigmatized. That's not one that people often speak out about. It's mostly depression or anxiety, but not really bipolar. We don't have enough role model, not role models, but enough people in the public eye speaking out about it. Yeah, examples. Yeah. So I do like it because she's successful. She's a great mom. You know, she she seems like a great person. I mean, I've never met her, but and she can go through life having this disorder and still be, you know, successful. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm glad that she is not that she had a choice, but I'm glad that the information has come out because Mm -hmm. you're right, you could sort of see that like, there are such different forms of it where we see somebody like Leah, who, you know, certainly seems to be working to Mm -hmm. make sure it's under control and she's treating it correctly versus, you know, the Kanye's of the world who are having different sort of episodes and experiences Mm -hmm. with it. Um, So I do think Leah saying that is, I I think it's just only going to be for the good, you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. And just Ramona is just so not nice to her. And the fact that I mean, it is jealousy. The fact that she gives Sonia a pass and not Leah is ridiculous. Yep. And she does need to be called on it. Because, yeah. you know, you're right. Nobody calls her on her, you know, stuff. No. And I appreciate Leah saying, Leah remained so calm at dinner when I she know. was like talking to Ramona about it. And she's like, what did I do? What did I do? Exactly. And the fact that Ramona can't give her an example Nothing. or explain what she did is just like, this is why you are so frustrating. I know, because Leah's like, what, I was dancing? I mean, she yeah. literally didn't do anything. Sony got on top of a table and broke the glass tray and yeah. put one of the decorations in her hair. Yeah. Like that, I would be way more upset about. I mean, I wouldn't care if it was my party. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, in in comparing the two, right. it's like, no. So Ramona just needs, to, I don't know. This is just her. That's just her person. There's no changing. Yep. I mean, oh, at this point in her life, no. Like, I mean, this person has been on TV for a decade mm -hmm. and has exhibited the same behavior repeatedly and has no interest in changing. No, because she doesn't think she's doing anything wrong. No, that's like the crazy part. Yeah, she's never had to like face consequences for anything except having to fake an apology at a reunion, and that's it. 
Exactly. Do we know, does she still have her wine? Is that still a thing? Dear God. Um, I would have to say no, because I feel like we would be hearing about it. Me versus, too. Like, I don't know if you saw the picture, but when she went out to dinner with her daughter and Mario, she yeah. put a thing of ageless, the skincare stuff on the table. So she's still trying to like promote the ageless stuff versus really? I don't, if she had the wine, I feel like she'd be pushing it in our right. faces. And yeah. didn't she also have a jewelry line? Did I make that up? Did she sell some sort of jewelry? I mean, I don't know, but obviously I would believe it. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, know ageless. I didn't even yeah. notice that. Oh, my God. Somebody so pointed funny. it out online and I was like, oh, my God. Of course. Of course. Of course. So um, so this week we're going to see more, you know, the antics in Mexico. And I don't know. We'll, we'll I don't know if there's going to be there's going to be fights. I don't know why I said I don't know if there's going to be. Yeah. Fights. <laughs> of course, there's going to be fights. Like I always tell my friends that have never seen it. I'm like, watch the trips and watch the reunion. Those are like, if you're going to watch anything, watch those. Yeah, that's good advice. That's, <laughs> that's where true. all the magic yeah. happens. So Peachy, Lancy. ever heard of HelloFresh? Yeah. Good, because they're one of our sponsors. For those that don't know, it's a pre-measured uh, ingredient and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Uh, and it's America's number one meal kit. Of course they are. Yeah. And we've had this. They uh, sent us a box. Yes. We did the tacos. And the bolognese. Mm, the bolognese. It was so, was good. so good. We do family uh, dinner nights here, guys, and mm -hmm. we cook them all together with our HelloFresh, and they are so good and yeah. so quick. Very, very tasty. Very delicious. So HelloFresh offers so many recipes to choose from each week to help you break out of your recipe rut. That is important. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, family-friendly recipes every week, just like what we do. Podcast family recipes. Hey. HelloFresh offers uh, fresh, high-quality ingredients every week for a super flavorful experience, and over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from the growers to ensure the freshest recipes are delivered right to your door. Nice. Mm -hmm. Lazy. It's all about the ingredients. Mm -hmm. Duh. And HelloFresh offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with a family so you can keep it all safe. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. I know. It's so quick. Or 20 minutes. There's some quick ones, quick recipes too. We made those tacos in like 20 minutes tops. Maybe even less than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than the store bought grocery made meals. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that kind of stuff. And you can save up to 28% by using HelloFresh versus your grocery store shopping trips. I need to save that 28%. That's important. Yeah, man. And okay, this is really cool too. So HelloFresh is committed to making fresh, delicious food available now more than ever and has taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe. HelloFresh has donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in wow. 2019. And this year, they're stepping up their food donations amid this coronavirus. How cool is that? I love that. So go to HelloFresh.com slash PopCast80 and use code PopCast80 to get a total of $80 off. Makes sense. I thought so. <laughs> uh, it also includes free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. With everything going on right now, a lot of people are asking if it's even possible to buy life insurance at all. It's a big question on people's I, minds. I need life insurance. Yeah. Well, the answer is yes, and it's still easy to shop for life insurance right now. And if you have loved ones, depending on your income, you probably should. So right now, you can save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. When you're shopping for a policy that could last for a decade or more, those savings really start to add up. So what is Policy Genius? It's an insurance marketplace built and backed by a team of industry experts. And here's how it works, Peachy. You ready for this? I'm ready, especially because there's a bunch of earthquakes, so I need to know more about right. life insurance. Step one, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much coverage you need and compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Now, step two, apply for your lowest price. Easy enough. Mm -hmm. Step three, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. Okay, again. Cool. Easy Love step. that. Thank you. So Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance company. So if you hit any speed bumps during the application process, they'll take care of everything. They even have policies which allow eligible customers to skip the in-person medical exam and do it over the phone. I love that. Yeah. Especially that, now. Uh -huh. Well, that kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. I love that. You know how hard it is to get a five-star rating? It's like a personal assistant for life insurance. <laughs> There's always going to be someone disgruntled. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need life insurance, head to policygenius.com right now to get started. You could save $1,500 or more a year by comparing quotes on their marketplace. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right.
Okay, so now we are going to talk about Potomac, which is yes. a new one for me. I literally binge watched every episode in a, I think it was about two weeks. And wow. I, I love it. It's such a dark yeah. horse. I don't know why yeah. more people don't watch it. I love all of them. And it's me and Michael and Lance were trying to figure out like what it is about Potomac that's so different than the other franchises. And we cannot put our finger on it. What do you, what do you think about that? Like what, why do you think it's like, well, maybe not for you because you've been watching it, but it's like a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. It, no. So I binged it as well. I binged it at, in March. So at the very beginning. Oh, that's right. You told me that, duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I binged it at the very beginning because my friend, Karen, who is not a, like a real, like a, you know, quote, Karen, she's a good Karen. Uh-huh. Um, she <laughs> said to me, she, she binged it last year and she said to me, mm-hmm. you got to watch it. Just know it'll be there for you when you need it. Because I, at the time, I was like, I'm so busy. I don't have time for like another right. Housewives, which and, I think is how a lot of people felt. And that's a lot of episodes to it's like catch lot, up yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say four seasons is perfect. So it was perfect for me at the beginning of quarantine because it was like everything in the world was crazy and we didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening. And so I needed something that was both comforting, which is Housewives, housewives. for me. Anything on Bravo. New. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also something that was new, which is Potomac. So I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it. So I did it in just a few weeks as well. And I thought four seasons was the perfect amount to like keep me busy. You could binge it, but you could also just watch one or two at a time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought, you know, the thing about them that I think is different is that they feel, granted, this is their fifth season, but they still feel so much more authentic than some of the other cities. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the Kyle Richards, the Ramonas, the Teresas, these people have been doing this for a decade. Mm -hmm. They know what to do when the Mm -hmm. cameras are on. They know, you know, what's going to make it and what's not going to make it. It's a little disingenuous. I mean, and I understand it's a reality show. You have to have certain aspects and stuff. But like one thing, one of my main annoyances with Beverly Hills is that they're so image conscious and they always have to bring their glam squads and do like their Instagram photo shoots and stuff. Potomac, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a glam squad on Potomac. And if I, I don't know. Yeah, no. They certainly aren't traveling with them. Like I, no. I haven't seen one travel, but and that is what I like. I'm like, I love that you see Robin Dixon like moving from, you know, moving houses and yep. you know, going gaining uh, a more stable like I don't that's not the right word. You know what I'm saying? Like she's moving up in the world. Yeah. After because sure. she had a bankruptcy, I guess, and they lost their house. Had yeah. to move to a small one, and now it's like they're getting rolling again. And I just, I love her. Like she could be my friend. I love her so much. Yeah. I love her so much. And you know the thing about her, and I would say most of this cast. There's a few exceptions. Yes, she has um, a different situation where she was married to Juan, who mm-hmm. is a very hot husband. Oh, Juan is beautiful. Like love him. Mm-hmm. They were married, then they got divorced, but they still lived together. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people don't understand this living situation and the yes. family unit. Right. And she was so unapologetic about it. And she said, this is what works for me. And this is what works for my family. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that her and some of the other women have put such vulnerable, you know, to some people, maybe unusual Mm -hmm. aspects of their lives on camera Mm -hmm. and are comfortable with it and say like, this is me. If you like it, fine. If you don't, I don't care. And so I think that that's a trait that they pretty much all of them have. Yeah. Um, No, that's so true. That's what I like a lot about her. And the mm-hmm. same thing with Giselle, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get to this, but Giselle is back with her ex-husband. Right. And it's just kind of like, it's my business. And I after what, I, like 10 years? A while, yeah. It had yeah, been a, a long while. time. And yeah. uh, I remember like in earlier seasons, Ashley would really just get on Robin about like her situation with Juan. And it's like, why do you care? Yeah. It's not yep. hurting you. And, yep. you know, she just didn't think it was like a good environment for the her sons to be raised. And it's like, they don't seem to have any issues. Like no. why? I mean, they both seem like really great parents. Yeah, you know, it's for like, sure. I don't, I don't know why she had a problem with it. It's like, you need to focus on your own marriage. Uh, <laughs> big time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do think that they are more vulnerable. Like you do see like Candace in the relationship with her mother and, um, you know, Ashley and, her husband likes to grab men's butts. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my God, just... what a storyline. Like, right? I mean, if you guys have not seen Potomac, like, yeah, there is this storyline, which, you know, granted, in the age of like Me Too, it's not funny, but the way right. that these women handle discovering and sharing the information right. about Ashley's husband, like groping other men yeah. is, I mean, it's like, I, I've just, there's certainly not been anything like it right. on on Housewives before. And no, so, yeah. it's fascinating because 
it's like a scandal, but it's like, and it's like you said, it's not funny, but yeah, there's just something a little comedic about it. Just how it's would just, I've just not seen anything like it? I guess me either ever because it. yeah. it's not that this is not serious because it is, but yeah. every other scandal the severity of it like is so so much bigger than this and this is yeah. just kind of like i think everybody's just like what is happening you yeah know? it's it's a, it's like hard to react to but these women found ways to react to it that were you know honest <laughs> and truthful but also like they say funny they say the appropriately funny things about it right and um you know, the way they discover information about it, mm -hmm. um, the way it's addressed at the reunion, the way the other husbands and men on the show handle it, too, is very interesting. Right. Um, it's just something to see. I don't know how the way even Michael like responds to it is just like infuriating and kind of gross. But like, right. I also just still have a place for Ashley in my heart where I do root for her marriage to like be okay. Mm -hmm. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's, you just feel a lot of things about it. I guess. You do. You feel yeah. a range of emotions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, one part I really liked about the, the opening episode, because it started on Sunday. So we're episode one, season five, yeah. that Monique got a parrot. In. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is just like, just stuff like this. This doesn't happen on any other housewives. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and she brought it to Karen's house. Like she brought it to her friend's house on a leash. On a leash. And in yeah. Karen's face, the look of horror <laughs> on her face was amazing. I love Karen. Like the fact that she just does not care and calls herself the grand dame of Potomac, yeah. like self, self-titled, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, she's the one that that frustrates me because I feel she's the least authentic of the group. Where, of you course, know, like she's, but like you know it, you know yes, what I mean. Like yeah. you know that she is just out of her mind. Like in yeah. terms of like how she views herself, and she knows you know, and so that's why it's sort of funny that she just continues on with this whole mm -hmm. charade of like who she is and the money she has and how her relationship is, and mm -hmm. like doesn't really care. That is sort of where I do respect it because it's like. All right. Well, if that's the game you want to play, we'll just let you play it. Yeah, because yeah, she's just like that's just who she is, and she's in on the joke. That's yes, what it is. Yeah. But she's not. It's like yes, yeah, you yeah. you have to watch it yeah. to see like how she like goes about things, and she thinks that like she runs all the women. Women. She's like the mother figure, the the grand dom, yeah. you know. And finally, her fragrance has come out. La Dom. Yes. Yep. And it said last year that it was being sold at Bloomingdale's. And I looked and it's not. But it is on, I think it's HSN. So I'm oh, like, okay. Karen's just fine. You know, yeah. if you oh, get, yeah, yeah. if you sell something on one of those channels, yeah, I think you're okay. And, and when you're on Housewives and you have a, a continual platform to promote it, exactly. so like, you know, people will search for it and they'll buy it. Oh my God, like, I'm going to buy it just because I want to know how it smells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bought a purse from Sonia by Sonia Morgan. Oh. It was really cute. It was a bow. After two months, it oh. never came. So I was like, <gasps> I'm going to cancel my order. Like two months. Granted, it's during COVID, but like they didn't give me an update. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. I was like, well, but I will buy that fragrance and I will give okay. you a review. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Oh, and Karen is back in Potomac because yes. she had that whole thing was weird with her houses yeah. last year. For those who do not watch, um, she lived in Potomac. And then they were selling their house, her and her husband. But while she was on a trip, they were moving out. It was that was very weird. It was right? very strange. It was, I think, partially to hide it because they were having money troubles. And so I think mm -hmm. she thought she could, you know, sort of like slide it under the rug when they were like away. Nobody would know, but like they were moving. And so it was, it was the so whole thing weird. was very weird. <laughs> there was a lot of like lies told about it. Nothing added up or made any sense. But right. yeah, I would say more than any of the other shows I can even think of mm -hmm. Potomac and that specific area code matter. Whereas like Beverly Hills, they live all over Los Angeles right. and yeah, York, yeah. they mostly live on the Upper East Side, but sort of all over mm -hmm. the city um dallas but, they live everywhere yeah uh, potomac <clears throat> it's like you need that specific zip code otherwise like your credibility your respect just like <laughs> is yeah. not have there. you and been I'm to like, potomac i've never been, been? Mm -hmm. no i've never been we need to go we need to go Let's eat go. at chris's barbecue restaurant i would actually that's love his name that. right chris yeah. there's there's two chris's right or two michaels there's two something monique's um, husband is a chris i think 
whose husband? Monique. Monique's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Two Chris's. Um, so barbecue uh, restaurant, Chris. Let's do it for sure. That for would sure. be so fun. Cause I, I yeah. know Oz closed Ashley and Michael's. Say, yeah, I would have loved that one. Like, I, I know. I don't know that I could eat a kangaroo, but like, no. I would have had like a emu or whatever but else was like, on the menu just to try it. I'm like, did nobody do any research, like market research? Like, who is going to open an Australian themed restaurant in like that guy? I don't imagine there's like a lot of expats from Australia and Potomac. I could be wrong. I I mean it's like if we haven't learned anything about Michael it's just that he's just gonna do what he wants to do and he'll never apologize for it no he is super random um so we talked about Giselle being back with the pastor and her I love her daughters first of all her daughters are just I do too I don't know and I also really liked that last season um she has three daughters twins and then an older daughter like a year older um and she was asking them you know about what kind of a mom she is? Is she a good mom? And and one of her, one of the twins said, yeah, but basically I feel like I'm the least liked. Those weren't the exact words. And I thought that that, like, I don't think many housewives would allow that to be on camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Giselle was so hurt by it and she wants to change it. And she like, you know, arranged days with just the daughter. I can't remember which one it was, if it was a door, but I really like that. And in that she's making moves to correct the situation. Exactly. I really respect that. She addressed that. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that that was important, that it was shown. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she, I think, is a perfect example of somebody who loves to dish it out, mm-hmm. but really can take it because she knows she wants to dish it out so much that yeah. she's like, all right, if it comes for me, then I understand. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think she doesn't really like hold grudges and stuff because mm-hmm. she's just like, I'm going to comment. So right. I have to also understand they're going to comment on me. So right. I I really admire that quality about her. Mm-hmm. And also she can just she laughs so much of it off. And I really appreciate that. Too. Me too. And I love, um, I can't remember what season it was, but she was like, I didn't do anything to let yeah. say Karen. <laughs> and she was like, did I? And the producer's like, well, there was this one time she's like, oh, and then he's like, and, and she's like, oh, and then he said another time, she's like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I did do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she owns up to it and she apologizes. Yeah. And yeah. even if she turns around and does it again, it's nice to hear her like, apologize and yeah and I don't know they just they're just wonderful but back they hold to themselves accountable too. they do that's yeah and not a lot of other housewives no. do no. um but oh the reason I was talking about her kids is because her kids are not really loving her being back together with her ex-husband their dad because yeah. I don't think that they really knew them to be together yeah, they didn't. They, the Giselle and Jamal got divorced when the kids were really young. Mm-hmm. So they always had, you know, mom and then dad and like separate you right. know, lives. Mm-hmm. And so they've never known them to be together. And um, again, when I spoke to her too, she sort of explained it as like, you know, they're at the age where like they're having crushes. And so they're starting to right. have those feelings mm-hmm. and like think about dating and all that. So then to think about your parents who you've known separately mm-hmm. be dating each other, you're like, this is just weird. Right. Um, but right. I like that they showed that in the way that. Giselle and and her husband explain it too. Right. Because most kids you would think, I mean, they are a little older, but I feel like it would be their dream come true. Like, oh my God, my parents are getting back together. I had a friend whose parents were divorced when she was like three, but they remained really good friends. And her dream was always that they would get back together. But I guess when you're a little bit older, you don't have that like fairy tale fantasy as much. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. and there's going to be a big fight this season. Big fight. Yeah. Really big, brutal fight. Yeah. It, it looked tumultuous. I couldn't even tell what was going on. I just remember hearing yeah. somebody say, Monique. <laughs> and yeah. then black. Fade to black. <laughs> yeah. It's a big one. It's like so big that like they both brought charges against each other. Is it Monique like- and Candace? Yeah. That's what I figured. So it was like all over the news. It was sort of like spoiler alert, but it was a big one. And, um, you know, I think it's sort of like we'll definitely see leading up to it, how it builds Mm -hmm. and then how they sort of resolve and try to move on after Mm -hmm. it. But, um, you know, the thing that I think that's hard, especially with that, to have such a big fight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Potomac was supposed to premiere at the beginning of May, but then they pushed it back right. because of Corona COVID, and everything. Yep. And so 
these women have still not like had that incident air on TV. They haven't sat down at a reunion to address mm-hmm. it. So it's going to be like close to a year before they even wow. get to like address this major moment in their lives. That's true. I didn't even yeah. think of that. Oh, that's yeah. going to be interesting. I can't yeah. wait. So yeah. everyone, you you need to start watching Potomac. I cannot oh. stress it enough. It's so no good. It. Yeah. And again, it's, it's like a breath of fresh air. It yeah. really is. Um, it's really fun. It is. Oh, and another thing, sorry, I have to mention, Candace and her husband through their year anniversary party. <laughs> yeah. The theme was denim and diamonds or diamonds yeah. and denim, which I was like, interesting. What even is that? Yeah. And then they had a cash bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. And, and that's like, I guess, a big no-no in Potomac. Like, you do- I think anywhere, like if you're inviting well, no, people that's to true. something- You're right. Like, Especially like at a party like that, I mm-hmm. wouldn't think it would have been that. But again, like, you know, they went to go get a price and they're like, our budget is 5000 And the lady there was like, uh, our Friday nights here started 22000 And Chris is right to not want to spend that on a right. one year anniversary party. But like, um, but here's yikes. my question. Why just not have it at your barbecue place? I mean, yes, because yeah. part of the theme was denim. That's yeah. like barbecue, you know, and throwing some diamonds. Candace, though, you know, she I has know. to go over the top. Yeah. I know, but it's like, if you don't have that budget, like you yeah. don't, I, I don't know. Cause sometimes, you know, I love birthdays. So I always throw like a, a big birthday party and I've been doing it with my two friends for the past couple of years. And I'm always like, I hope people don't think it's open bar. It's not Lance's yeah. party. It's my yeah. Party. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't know what people expect. It's like, but, but then I think, well, they know I'm not like rich. So yeah, then I'm going to rent out this place and pay for everyone's drinks. I wish I could, but no, it's expensive. So expensive. I also think it's like a city thing, especially in New York. It's like, I don't think anyone shows up somewhere expecting it to be open bar unless it's like, you know, a network party or something. It's like like your friend's birthday. Everyone goes knowing like, I'm going to pay for my own tab kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah. Well, okay. So And a birthday is different than like a one year anniversary full bash thing. Right. I mean, they really, it really would have been appropriate to have it at the barbecue restaurant. Yeah. Because sure. it's one year. Yeah. It's not like it's 25 years. It's it's yeah. one year. Have some, fr- yeah. have like barbecue and like have fun. I would yeah. have had a hoedown yeah. like uh, yeah. Katie <laughs> did at her house. All right, Peachy, you know I love my favorite subscription called uh-huh. Calls Box. I love Calls Box. I love it. I yeah. love a subscription. Like, I do I'm too. I'm so addicted. Oh to my gosh, space. same. All right, Cosbox is a quarterly, that means four times a year, subscription box created by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that are ethical, sustainable, and have a positive mission to give back and make the world better. Oh, tell me more. It would be amazing if every company had that mission statement. That was the most annoying thing that I've ever said. Tell me more. Tell me more. So every Cosbox is limited edition and comes with six to eight full-size products. None of that little little hotel-size stuff. You can get everything from skincare and jewelry to homewares and accessories. Accessories. The last four boxes sold out within days, which I can believe because you get over $250 plus worth of products for only $50. And I got my own sample box. And here are just a few of our favorite things that Peachy stole from me. Oh, no. You want me to tell you? Mm-hmm. You just want to rub it in. So I took the primer. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I also took the jade roller. I do like a jade roller. I am sorry about that. Yeah. The bento box I did also take. And I took the weekend bag, but there were like five other things in there and have you taken that weekend bag anywhere uh big bear okay mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. right okay then you deserve it thank you, you thank you it. so cosbox just launched their summer box and i think it's going to be their best one yet and i'm so excited to get mine one of the best parts was just getting my cosbox in the mail because they ship it right to your door for free and opening it feels like i got myself a huge surprise or it's my birthday it's like christmas uh-huh. all over again Hanukkah. Yeah. and uh, i'd get this for myself i'd get this for my mom, my sister, my friends. Peachy. It was really the best subscription. And the best part is that, of course, I got my listeners an exclusive discount. Go to callsbox.com slash pop. Use the code pop to get your first box for 30% off, as in you can get your first box worth over $250 plus for less than $39 and free shipping. So go check out Causebox right now. I can tell you firsthand, you're going to love it. Okay, so now we're going to end with Beverly Hills Housewives, yeah. which ugh, I just have so many mixed feelings about Beverly Hills Housewives. It's just, <sighs> I it's, do too. It's getting old to me. It's getting, 
stale. My thing, and I know that this is a ridiculous question to ask about Real Housewives, Uh but specifically this season, this Mm -hmm. show, what is the point? Like, what is the point of this drama? (laughs) Like, what do we want to actually know if brandy and denise had sex like i don't actually care and i don't know I don't that either. many people do right do I we do, want I to care just, less yeah like do we want to just pick a side brandy or denise like what exactly are we trying to achieve here and so that's why i don't like that the like most of the women have ganged up on denise and Me too. you know we're even like giving this much attention to brandy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it just feels i you know i do feel conflicted though if mm-hmm. i had to like figure out what's happening because i'm like i don't think brandy glanville lies too much right. but i also love denise and right. so i just like want her to be left alone and do mm-hmm. what she wants well you know uh michael and lance have weighed in on this obviously and um and lance has worked with brandy before on my kitchen rules a cooking show that they did oh, yeah. and, and uh She's always been nice to him and Michael. I've never met her, but he said, you know, no, I don't know her as a liar. And so she, you know, most likely is telling the truth, but you don't call somebody out like that when they have a family, they're married. It's like, I think he said at one point, it's like outing somebody, you know, like it's not your, that's not your business to do that. I mean, yes, Brandy was hurt and whatever, but it's like, have a private conversation with Denise. Don't go to the media and, and, you know say those things because she has children and she has a husband and, you know, and, and they all do gang up on Denise and Teddy is just, I can't with Teddy. She is such a posture and for what, like they didn't need to bring any of this up, like in the manner that they did. Yeah, totally. I just think it was, yeah, I didn't like the way that it all happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like Denise being ambushed. Um, you know, it's interesting television for sure, mm-hmm. especially the fact that they're breaking the fourth wall. Like that is is right. fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that one of the more interesting parts was Denise or Dorit between her hand, like covering her hands and saying like, say what you want to say, like them basically, you know, editing mm-hmm. themselves right. in real time. Mm-hmm. But the drama, you know, when it first, when it first came out in like the tabloids and stuff at right. the end of last year, it mm-hmm. sounded so ridiculous that I was like I can't even believe this and then as it started to prove to be what this season was going to be focused on Mm -hmm. you know again last year we had puppy gate like it just feels like there hasn't been a drama that ever feels worthy of a whole season of like focusing Uh, on it agreed and I'm just like what is the point and so you know I of course love the women and love watching their dynamic Mm -hmm. um but like, I, I'm not, this is not a true crime show. Like we don't need to be solving anything here. <laughs> it's so true. And I love that point. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, we don't need to know like, who is the hookup? Like who cares? And so it just feels, mm-hmm. um, you know, like it's sort of like falling off the path a little bit, I would say. Right. Well, I mean, cause I think about like real life, you know, if, it, if it were me and my group of friends and, and one of them had supposedly slept with another one, yeah. it'd be like, we'd talk about it for a second and it'd be done. It would not yep, carry 100%. over into group dinners and and like all these different things. It'd be like over. Like who cares? It's not yeah. hurting me. It's not hurting anybody at this table except the person that's accused of it, possibly. Exactly. And why is Teddy on the show? Like I just <laughs> like I always forget she's even on there because it's like she doesn't. Yeah. I'm sure she's really sweet and like she, you know, she has added something to the show in the past. But it's like now I forget you're <laughs> I- on. <laughs> I want to like her for sure, mm-hmm. but I also just feel like, yeah, there was like a full episode earlier this season where she showed up like for one second and that was yeah. it. And so I think maybe this was part of her plan to be involved in things a little bit more. But, right. you know, I, the thing that I don't like, I, it's one thing if you want to do like some drama back and forth, mm-hmm. fine. I don't like the fact that Denise and Lisa Rinna like don't have a friendship anymore. Like that this is yeah. like tearing friendships apart. Mm-hmm. That to me like really bums me out. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, again, I think it's one thing to have little fights and argue at dinner and mm-hmm. get drunk and whatever. I just think it's another to lose a like longtime friend right. over a rumor or maybe a fact who cares of like a hookup that you had, you know? Yeah, because at the end of the day, why does Lisa Rinna care? You know what I mean? It's like at the end yeah. of the day, it doesn't affect her life. She should, yeah. if, if my friend were that distraught about a rumor, I'm not going to kick her while she's down. I'm yeah. going to be like, okay, yeah. well what, which I guess Lisa Rinna, I, I believe she was like 
in her confessional was like, well, how can I help? Like, what can I do? But there's a communication breakdown because I don't think she approaches it in the right way, you know, no. with Denise. Yeah, no. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, she was just sort of trying to like defend herself rather than help her friend. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think of Sutton? I love Sutton, actually. I, I do too. I, I was not sure at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that. And But she has fully been robbed. She should not just be a friend of. She should be a full-time yeah. housewife. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope for the next season she is. Mm-hmm. I don't understand her clothes, but if she says they're fancy and expensive, then that's great <laughs> for her. But I think she's... Um, I think she's really interesting. Me too. Um, I, I just think she's, she's sort of like surprises me. Like I mm-hmm. haven't figured her out all the way yet. And, right. um, I just think she brings also a little bit of like normalcy and like voice of reason to the group mm-hmm. as well. And manners. Um, and manners. Yeah, <laughs> you know for sure. She, so she does. Yeah. Cause I think I find this cast to have the most unlikable people for me. Like mm. Erica Jane, I, I'm not, she just seems obviously icy, but I don't know. She like talks a big game, I think, behind the scenes. But then when it gets to the actual like part, she doesn't speak up. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that to be in this particular case, I found that to be sort of like in support of Denise, like she wasn't piling on. Mm-hmm. And so I sort mm-hmm. of appreciated it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, I think there's another part of it too, where it's like these women are, it's their job to be speaking up and to be sharing right. their feelings mm-hmm. and to be vocal about things. Right. And so the fact that she sort of bows out of it is kind of like an easy way out. And right. um, yeah, I totally see that. I do find her to be just like fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I think she says a lot of funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, it will take a lot more for me to dislike her. I will right. say that. But mm-hmm. um, I, that's interesting you say that. The cast that I find the most, that I, do, I dislike the most, mm-hmm. for me, is probably New Jersey. Yes. Well, yes. There's yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. Like Jennifer, <laughs> I think, is... I, I just... You know, last season, um, Jennifer Alden, I think her last name is, uh, I was like, okay, the first couple episodes, I'm like, okay, I'm actually liking her. And then... Nope. I just, my main problem, just one of my pet peeves, I guess, is pretentiousness. Mm -hmm. And obviously you get a lot of that with these housewives because they are wealthy and whatever. But there's some that are just like way, way more pretentious than the others. And they're entitled, like, I can't handle Ramona calling, you know, her, the staff servants, like that stuff. She's one of the worst. Yes. And, um, like I loved that episode when they went to Bluestone Manor and Dorinda's, uh, role-playing with her housekeeper, how to react if Ramona asked her things. I was like, (laughs) how to say no. (laughs) Yes. Or like when Ramona went to the Berkshires to Heather's house and she brought in her own air conditioner. Do you remember that one? Um, which I mean, I'm an air conditioner diva, I will say, but I wouldn't have been like that. Right, right. I just I would have been it. in the lake all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the lake. But um, I don't know. I'm excited for Salt Lake City. I gotta I say, have no idea what to expect. I don't either from that series. I really don't. Um, Do we know yeah, when it's coming out? Uh, I have heard rumors of. I you know I've heard rumors of November, but I don't know that I trust them. Right. Um, so I don't know for sure, but I, it it could, that totally could be. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and that's when I would also say like, let's not make the mistake of Potomac. Let's watch it from the start. Cause like, I'm going to be interested to see what they are and who they are and how they do it. Cause another, I loved DC. Like I loved that show. And I saw that, I think I, Maybe did I get my tonsils out? I can't remember, but I was in bed for for whatever reason for a couple days, and I watched it all when and Bravo actually sent me the DVDs because I like missed it and I did. I mean, we had DVRs. I don't know why they did, but but somebody from Bravo sent it to me and I binge watched, and I was like, please come back, please come back, and then it didn't come back, and I was really bummed. And Ladies of London too. I was so bummed when that didn't come back. I love Ladies of London. Right? Isn't it so good? I love good? Ladies of London. It yes. was so good. I would love to see them come back for sure. Me too. It was so interesting. Yeah. And yeah. now that Caroline, yeah. you know, she's single or maybe I she mean, no, she has a boyfriend now. I, I whatever they want to do, I'm here for it. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And what what do we think's next? OC housewives? 
Is that next up? I think. Yeah. So they, yeah. So they've been filming, um, for better or worse, let's mm-hmm. lean on worse, but they've been filming OC. They've been filming Dallas a little bit and mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much of New Jersey they have ready, but they might have a little bit of Jersey. I as think well. they're filming Atlanta too. They just started filming Atlanta. Yeah. And they've also been filming Southern Charm. Um, which, Ooh, I can't wait. You know, yeah. So that I, I, um, don't know how many of them they'll be able to have out, you know, before the end of the year, but I mm-hmm. think we'll, they will definitely have programming mm-hmm. through like the fall. Like we're not going to be sitting here like, Oh, there's nothing on Bravo. Like there will still be stuff on Bravo. Yes. Um, I love, I'm late to Southern charm too. I have watched you, first okay. season then I missed okay. a couple and then I've been back for three. So, oh, okay. Okay. And I also really miss Savannah. I love Southern Charm Savannah. Interesting. Wow. You are one of few, but yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Like nobody loved it. And I was like, well. Did you ever do okay. New Orleans? I couldn't get into it. Should okay. I give it another whirl? Do you yeah. recommend? Um, I didn't go all the way into it, but I found New Orleans to be more interesting than Savannah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to give it a whirl, I think. Yeah. And I know that you don't watch this, but before I let everybody go, um, Big Brother did premiere on Wednesday night. And it's one of me, Lance, and Michael's very favorite shows of all time. Of course. So we're really going to dive in. It's all stars. We're going to dive in and like get some old cast members to to talk. And I don't know, we may have to do like our own separate Big Brother episode because all the, yeah. all the Bravo programs with this and it's going to be too much. There's a lot. There's a lot for sure. <laughs> but we're thankful because it keeps us busy. Well, it's thank true. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank <busy>. you. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show with me. It was so fun. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. And I just always love to chat with you. So, I know, me too. And, and how can everyone like keep in touch with you on social media? Like, because you write for Decider and is you write and you do social content, right? As well? Yeah. So yeah. yeah so at Decider.com, I do, um, I write a lot. I write about Bravo pretty much every single day of my life so you also love all of these shows um i write about all of them Mm -hmm. um i also do some uh tv and movie reviews as well you'll see me on the decider um instagram and twitter doing stream it or skip it which is our series for every new streaming show that comes out we give it a stream it or a skip it so that's that's a helpful guide Mm -hmm. um to follow me i'm at little leap (laughs) little l-i-t-t-l-e-l-e-a-p that's me Mm -hmm. um and I think that's everything, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you do okay, some great. <laughs> great interviews with with Bravo celebrities, and yes. Well, thanks again, and it was so fun catching up. And thank you so much. Of course, and everyone have a wonderful weekend. Binge Potomac this weekend; you will not be disappointed. And we will see you on Monday. The Daily Popcast is executive produced by me and Sim Sarna. Written and produced by Jess Keener, edited by Crystal Hill, and music by Josh Cook and Alicia Eagle. The Daily Popcast is a Cloud 10 production and is powered by Simplecast.